Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers, it's Kate Fairweather here and welcome back to Dogs With Jobs. It's great to have you here. It's September, it's the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness here in Hampshire and uh, the mist is lying across the fields in the morning. It's my favourite time of year. I always feel there's something in the air about this kind of transition. It's like going up to the sixth form, that sense of excitement in the air. Now, you may remember that in August, I came to you from the South Downs show where I interviewed a performing troupe of terriers and lurchers called Little Nippers, who were incredibly charming. Um, At the same show, I got a lovely interview, which I'm going to play you in a minute, um, with Clover, who is a very lovely uh, Springer Spaniel, um, sort of liver and white, rather gorgeous, and her owner, Joe Bennett. And the thing that I thought was lovely about this interview, she's a kind of... Clover's really an accidental gun dog Um, and it's quite a nice interview because I think it shows how often you can get involved with a working breed as a pet and then you can find that they need something to do because they're clever and they're bred to work and um, so there's a lot of tips coming up for you if you have a working breed who's lively and keeping you on your toes. I know that my beagle does that And I just thought it was a rather nice story. It illustrated it, but it also um, gives some nice pointers and ideas if you have a working breed to keep it stimulated if you're not planning on working it. Let's dive in, make yourself comfortable, get your cup of tea or your beer and um, let's see what we've got for you today. It's only because they're jealous of you and Clover. Right. (laughs) So for this episode of Dogs With Jobs, I'm here with Jo Bennett and uh, she's from the Hamble and Hound Gun Club. Gun Club? Gun Gun Dog Club. Club. Um, And we're meeting the gorgeous Clover, who I'm just having a little cuddle with at the Mm -hmm. moment. She's a beautiful brown and white. Liver and white. Special name, Liver and White. And what is she? Tell us about her, Jo. She's a working English Springer Spaniel. Lovely. Ten and a half. I've had her since a puppy. Um, she's had uh, two litters of puppies, so she's got children out there and she's got grandchildren. Wow. And you work her? I do, yes. Tell, tell me about what you do, because, well, the clue's in the name, because you're here with the gun club, aren't yes. you? Yes. So... My main thing I do with her are the scurry events. So it's an event against the clock. It can be over the straw bales, retrieving dummies, yep. uh, long distance, mm-hmm. um, or something a bit more complicated, like you might have a, a clock face and you need to collect a dummy from position one and nine on the clock face. So they're simple ones for novice dogs yeah. and then they get a bit more complicated as you go on. So what is Clover? At ten and a half, I'm guessing she's a bit of a veteran. She is, yes. She's she's not far off retirement from serious competition, I think. Yeah. Um, but she still loves it. I can't come to a show and not do it with her. So, so hence I still do run her. Now, I'm getting the feeling that you're quite an experienced dog handler when it comes to gun dogs. Am I right? I've only been doing it since I've had Clover, so only 10 years. So I think there's probably more experienced people out there, but we've come a long way um, from where we started, and I've learned a lot from her. So... Have you always had Springer Spaniels? No, I grew up with Labradors, right. so I should have really ended up with Labradors. But I was um, offered, uh, well, I was offered Clover from a friend. I looked after the litter of puppies, and uh, they gave me Clover. And um, by about six months, as I didn't have a single clue what I was doing, she was completely out of control. 
<laughs> running off, chasing things, and uh, I was quickly losing her on. So this was basically you had a Springer Spaniel and you were treating her like a pet. Yes, I was. And yeah. they, well, they still are pets, but what I hadn't grasped was that they need to be worked. Yeah. They need their brains worked. It's not just about physical ex running around, not really thinking. So I hadn't got that. Uh, so I asked um, some advice and I joined a local gun dog club to me where I was living then. And that's, we went from there. I, I found I, I absolutely loved working her. She learned really quickly. And dog's abilities to learn really fascinates me. They're like sponges. And it's not just gum dogs, it's, it's anything. Yeah. Medical assistance, anything. Now, a lot of spring spaniels, they're often used for, for picking, aren't they? And, and in a beating. Beating. Yeah. How do you work her to explain explain what the scurries are? Because you're working her in competition, aren't you? Yes. So, so scurries are um, they're, they're retrieving dummies. Yep. But they may have to hunt for them if they don't know where they are. So we'll need to send them left and right. We'll need to be able to stop them, send them back, call them back to us. Leave back. So you know where the dummy is, and you are communicating with Clover, and Clover is responding to your commands in finding it. Correct. That's how it yes. works. Yes, we will. We, the handler will be told where the dummy is, yeah. and then we have to pick it in the order we're asked to pick it in. Or if it's a younger dog, it won't matter what order. Oh, you can hear the you can hear the whistles. Yeah, they're practicing. We're in the corner there. at the South Downs <laughs> show, and this yeah. is where. Are you going to do some scurries today? We It's a bit cooler today, so yeah. we might do some very short demonstrations just yeah. to show people what's possible. So with your scurries that you would typically be doing, what sort of distances are you working her over? Um, so Clover can go a long, long way. I'm not very good at judging distances. I, I mean, if you can... I know the listeners can't see this, but the, the end of the green... Okay. That, that would be a, a long distance retrieve. 150 yards, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Novice dogs, yeah. not so much. They're much closer, but uh, Clover's standard. She can go a long way. Yeah. And how do you get them interested in the lure in the first place? Because it's standing in for a bird, isn't it? Like, if you were actually working a shoot, yeah. she would be picking fallen birds and the lure stands in for that in scurries yeah so it's all just starting as uh, as a puppy yeah so they obviously they're not introduced again to to older mm. so as a puppy you get them interested in tennis balls mini dummies anything that they will retrieve or happy to go and find it could be a sock it could be anything do they work on scent yes they do yes so they... how does that feed into the training um they pick up scent from the dummies that we've been handling. Um, you can use fur tennis balls yeah. or feathers on tennis balls. So when you hide a tennis ball mm. for a kind of, you know, young gum dog, yeah. it's smelling your scent on the tennis ball? There will be How a bit that of that, but, but obviously if we've not actually touched it, yeah. um, someone else has put the, the dummy or the tennis ball out. There might, I, I wish I knew more about their ability to scent because it, it is a fascinating ability. Okay. Um, they must know that there is a scent of dummy or a scent of tennis ball that they're looking for. So scurries take place where? Uh, mainly shows, country shows, up and down the country. Most shows will have um, a, a little gum dog area, probably over the bales where you see jobs, ju um, dogs jumping over bales, yeah. um, mini events. And then the bigger shows will have bigger events. Like the game fair has quite substantial Which was scurries. a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yes. Now, when I came over yesterday, because there's quite—it's a bit like a party here. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> plenty of hecklers, as we found yesterday. 
But uh, one of the reasons why you and I have ended up talking yeah. um, is that um, you've had quite a bit of success with Clover, haven't you? I have, yes, I have. Um, as I said, she was pretty out of control when she was young and I, I took some advice and started training. I actually never wanted to get into competition. It was my last on my list. Why not? I, I didn't think I would cope with the pressure. So, uh, and being a sort of in the spotlight in the, in the ring with everyone watching. and I didn't think I'd cope with that. So I didn't want to do it. And in the end, someone persuaded me to do a, a little novice working test, yeah. which I did and Clover won. Um, mm. Then she won her open work. She test. won her first test. Yeah, that she, must have been quite motivating for you both. It was. Yeah, it was. I, <laughs> thought, I thought, my goodness, all this, all this hard work's paid off. Um, and then I did an open working test, and she won that. Tell us what an open working test is. So that's the same as a novice test, but the distances are greater. Okay. So you basically start with your L plates on as a yes. gun dog, Thank and Clover was doing the little diddy ones over shorter distances. Yes. And then the distances get longer, and it gets harder as they grow up. Yeah. So I should explain: a working test is different to a scurry. Okay. Scurries are the timed events. Working test is under kennel club rules and for spaniels is a bit of hunting as well as a couple of retrieves okay. but that's where I started um, then we grew out of those um, and I, I got into I didn't get into scurries till she was about five okay. she didn't pick it up straight away and then all of a sudden when she was seven it all came together and we qualified for the championships at the Midland Game Fair <laughs> in 2019 yeah you, you, you sound <laughs> Like, you sound taken aback and surprised. I was. Has she surprised you with her success? Well, no, I think I've... Ex- well, it's a team, isn't it? It's it both is, a, of you. It is yeah. potentially a team event. I, no, I was just so thrilled that, that she did. And I, I just amazed me how good she is. Because actually, I'm not as good a handler as she is good a, a dog. Dogs. And she really helps me out. She makes me look better than I am. I've always said that. So what is it about her? That, that makes her very successful at this? She see, I think it's our partnership. She seems to know what I want her to do. It's almost like she can read my mind. And she's your pet, family oh, pet. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned yesterday you had more dogs than just Clover, though. I do. I have her daughter, Chili, and her granddaughter's Crescent Fern. Okay, so you've got four Spaniels, but she's the matriarch. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, <laughs> Well, I guess I guess you could see that she needed a job. Oh, and that gosh, didn't yes. mean she'd be good at a job. No, I just needed her to have a job, to to use her brain, and and that's the sort of emotional fulfilment as being a spaniel needs or a working dog needs. And did did you find that temperamentally and mood wise, she was happier for working? Yeah, absolutely. She seemed to um, she loved the work, and she was just so much easier in general. Being, having that part of her fulfilled and how is it with if you've obviously got three generations yeah of um springer spaniel in your house is she in charge um no i don't think she is actually she's i, I think the puppies are quite bombastic still she tends to keep herself to herself yeah. um and she's quite quiet in the house okay yeah so she's a real working girl yeah so what are you doing with her next? Where are you now? Because you've had success. You, you you won at the Midlands. Well, she was, yeah, she was first place Spaniel and um, reserve champion. So yeah. are they competing by breed? So Spaniels compete against other Spaniels? So uh, well, at that particular competition, they were um, Spaniels separate to Labradors until the final, and then it was a Spaniel against a Labrador. But most country shows, 
um, or they'll all run together. Okay. Yeah. And are there distinct differences in how the breeds work that you notice when you're working your spaniel? I think in general, spaniels are quite sniffy dogs, so they would love to stop and have a hunt. Yeah. Whereas retrievers are natural-born retrievers. So that's interesting. So they're following their different, yeah, natural behaviours. Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, but, uh, Clover fell into that. She really loves the retrieving. If you get if you get a spaniel retrieving early, yeah, then you can compete as uh, alongside Labradors and other breeds as well. But they're doing it slightly differently. So, how does she move when she's in the field? Does she do what some, someone was talking to me about feathering? What's feathering? Do you mean quartering? I think I might mean quartering. Yeah, quartering is the natural way spaniels hunt. Right. So they'll be in front of you, and they do it. The only way to describe it is a figure of eight circle right. as you're walking down the field. So that's a great way to start a puppy, tennis balls, dummies, and keeping them close to you. Basically, yes. that, that's the idea. And this movement is to pick up scent on the ground yes yeah right whether they're after quarry or tennis balls or dummies or anything you've put out that you want your spaniel to pick up for you she's very interested she loves the crowds yeah i can see that i mean she's just looking such a gorgeous balanced social absolutely gorgeous dog i've got to say and she's very interested at all the activity because we're sitting loves... in one corner of, of <laughs> your fenced off bit for your scurries later, but there's an awful lot of activity and people wandering by because the gates have just opened. Yes. And it's, it's still... Great. It's a lovely show. So why are you here? Um, I'm helping out with the Hamblin Hound Gundog Club. Right. We run scurries and a little gundog village at a few events up and down the country. Yep. So we do have a go events for novices and to get people in. Yep. And maybe a little bit more serious competition for those handlers that want to do things a bit more seriously. And if we have um, if we have enough helpers, we sometimes run a um, a borrow a dog scheme, oh. whereas children who don't have dogs can come yeah. and borrow one of ours yeah. with parent and the handler, and then they can run a dog over a scurry and have a bit of fun that way. Looks great. And actually, we're sitting here and we've got a little queue forming yes. with kids there. So what's going on here? Well, we're not, because of the weather, we're not running. Because it has been very hot. It's it was been... 35 degrees yesterday. At Absolutely. Peak. It was too Wasn't hot. Yeah. Too hot for the dog. So it's a bit cooler today. We're probably not going to run the actual scurries. But what we're going to do is show the crowds what is possible with yeah. a dog. So as you can see there, that's a little Cocker Spaniel Bramble yeah. doing a retrieve. So, they're so lively, aren't they? Are. they? And they're yes. obviously all just really happy and having a fantastic time. Yep, they love it. They absolutely love it. You can really see that. And this is kind yeah, of part of their job, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They love coming to these shows. And yeah. So how often would you come to the shows and do demonstrations like this? Through the summer, I think we're away probably one every month. Sometimes yeah. July and August is a couple yeah. that we go to. Um, we try to get away and it's often the same people so we all come together and yeah. camp it's a great social for us oh as well. I can see that <laughs> yeah. yeah no and I can see we well, all look like you're getting on yeah fantastically have... as friends as well as the dogs yeah we've known each other a long time yeah and what's Kevin doing this is his uh, this is his dog Delta she is just over a year old yeah and he's just showing someone by the looks of it 
the stop whistle, which yeah. is a short pip on the whistle, and you expect your dog to stop and sit and look at you. Okay. And then from there, you can give a direction, left, right, come to me, hunt, or go back. And as you can see, a spaniel in the background is yeah. <laughs> escaping. <laughs> disappearing off with the lead trailing behind yeah, that, that is so yeah. funny it actually that particular spaniel jumped in the uh, in the paddling pool there are several paddling pools which are obviously popular with the dogs yeah jumped straight in and then escaped <laughs> took off yes. there's a saying um in the gun dog world that Labradors are born half trained and Spaniels yeah. die half trained. That's the, <laughs> the sense of humour between Labradors and Spaniels. <laughs> yeah, got to, yeah, you can see that. So, um, so what happens when the public come and see you here at the show? What kind of questions are they asking? And do you get people with recalcitrant Spaniels coming and asking advice? We do, we do. Yeah, we had, yesterday we had um, a gentleman come over and ask how to train his spaniel um, and uh, we asked him what he was doing at the moment and he said he was doing two one hour walks a day which is a lot for most dogs it's is an awful lot lots of yeah. exercise a lot of exercise um, spaniel was only one year old so it's a lot of exercise anyway for his bones and joints um, so we said that actually the key to wearing a spaniel isn't uh, dog walking it's using their brain you need to get them working which yeah. as I said before is where I went wrong with Clover initially and as soon as I started working her brain that's when things all came together so so how do you work a spaniel's brain so the, the, the best thing to do with people to google mm-hmm. gun dog exercises for spaniels or, yep. or find a trainer and have a one-to-one with them specific exercises Spaniels, as I said, are sniffy dogs. They like to find things. So get them finding and retrieving things for you. Hide things in the garden or where you go out to to go for a walk. Just stick to one area and get them to find things for you. Get them to sit up while you walk around them, walk away from them, walk back to them, that sort of thing. I have a little clam toy for my beagle, actually, that I put a square of cheese in and then we hide it. That's it, yeah. And uh, whenever we have kids around the house, that kind of thing, we'll always get them to go and hide the clam toy. Yeah, brilliant. um, And that's, I've I've noticed with with a beagle, very similar, when you have a clever working breed, it's important that they stay intellectually stimulated, isn't it? Absolutely. Does that sound silly? No, not at all. No, no that's the key to, uh, I think, a great partnership. And also, yeah. they then think you're the, the focus of their fun, yeah. and then they won't be distracted by other yeah. things out there. So that's, that's, really, that's what we really try and educate people, is that working dogs need to be worked. And yeah. the way to do that is uh, Google it, find yourself a local trainer that will give you a one-to-one and develop your relationship it's also about awareness isn't it yes you know if you think about it it's like having a clever toddler yes it's not enough just to make them physically tired yeah you have to um, make them uh, mentally tired mentally tired emotionally fulfilled yeah yeah there's a lot more to it to it yeah yeah and that comes naturally through the partnership, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Joe, thank you for chatting. No, thank you. It's been a delight. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you, Clover. Thank you, Bunny. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I absolutely loved meeting Clover. They were quite funny, the Hamble and Hound Gun, gun Club. They were real hecklers. 
when I went and saw them, a bunch of really good people who've become very good friends um, with all this love of their dogs in common. Um, I'll, I put a couple of reels up on my Instagram, uh, which I thought were really sweet of spaniels jumping into people's arms and that kind of thing. It was really lovely. Now, I'm hoping that the October edition will be my truffle hound because by the time I'm recording the next one, um, I should have been truffle hunting. Um, but if it isn't, we're likely to be spending some time with a therapy dog next time uh, visiting a hospital. You never know what might happen until the day before I record it. But uh, in the meantime, keep the introductions coming. Uh, I love to meet all of these gorgeous dogs. I'm particularly interested in sniffer dogs and ratters because I haven't done either of those yet and I would like to, particularly with the winter coming up as we head into autumn. I'm kind of thinking ahead. So have a great month. Thanks for joining me. It's been a blast and uh, have a great month. <coughs> Come on, Petersfield, let's build a band. A beat from Dragon Street and a snare from the square. A bass from Penn's Place, a gliss from Liss and a fill from Bell Hill. Ooh, some vocals from us locals and the Dave Gilmore of Tilmore. Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The Local Showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. The Local Showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk.